Hey yo, what is up, Mister Scarbag? Welcome back to another edition of the Random Roommates Sports Things. Sports Tings. Should we? Just That's what we are here. Segment Sports Tangs. Sports Tangs, yeah, like that Poon Tang Sport Tang. Yeah, it's like sports with twang. Or Poon Tang. Or both. You want me to spread my labia on the camera, and then that'll be good sports <laughs> tang. <laughs> yeah. So the Phillies this week are. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fucking the TikToks where she see like the girl like trips over like a guitar and then it's like two pieces of ham playing the guitar. <laughs> yeah. It's that. It's it's that, but it's just uh, you know talking sports <laughs> just, instead of playing a guitar. <laughs> Coming oh, to you live man. from Bain Dogs Labia. <laughs> it's your weekly roundup of the MLB. Just skip Bayless. I'm just like, kidding, guys. This is family friendly. Yeah, come on. We're disregard everything we've said. Um, but I mean, you know, we can we can get into sports now if you would like to. Yeah, you know, I think I'm ready for that. I think I'm ready for this conversation. All right. Well, you know, the Phils. That's where we're gonna start because that's that's the way the show works. We get Wait, the I don't know who the Phils are. Who are we talking about? Uh, the chicken a la Phils. We're talking about the Phils. Oh wait, you guys, you guys don't know what that is. That's something. There's where I grew up. We had uh, we had this place called Phils. It was an Italian restaurant, and he did chicken a la Phil, and it was fucking bomb. It was like chicken marsala mixed with ham. Like there was like a layer of ham and a layer of chicken marsala with like some good shit on top. Dude, listen, that sounds absolutely bomb, and I sounds like I would eat it ten out of ten times. But I don't know who no Phils are. All right, I only know about them fighting. Right now, they're, they'd be fighting the for their fighting. lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day, dude. We got a fucking... Uh, we got a series of the Braves right now, and we lost last night, and we're losing tonight. And, like, I mean, the Braves are that's pretty the, good recently. That's the team you're chasing. It's like the yeah, one, one team you them. probably want to beat. Um, but you're only what you're only like two and a half games out of a wild card spot, though. I was looking at the standings last night. Yeah, I think we are. But I mean, not anymore. We're out of fucking lose tonight, lose tomorrow night. Hopefully, win a couple games against the Cardinals, who don't look bad themselves. Uh, but we I think took, they're in that wild card. We took three out of four against the Padres, so that's pretty good. Yeah, third top, three, Harper broke top his three or four thumb. team in baseball. That's not good. No, he fucking took a 97-mile-an-hour fastball from Blake Snell, like, up at his face, and he, like, pulled his face back, but he didn't take his hands back, and he got smoked in the thumb. Broke Ooh. his thumb. He had some choice words for Blake on the mound. Um, he, he was Like, off. afterwards? Like, during it? Like, when it happened? Yeah, when he was walking off when he was walking off the field. Like, he was still on the field. Yeah. Um, he was, like, telling him to, like, put it over the plate, basically. He was like, you're, you're not a terrible – like, don't be a bad pitcher. Yeah. Because you're not Crazy, one. Which is like, one, you're, you're in bad. the MLB. Two, you're like pretty decent. Um, no, but he didn't mean to hit him at all. Like, he was like, no, I know. Like, that's my bad, my bad. Um, and like, it wasn't like, it was like a, I think he was ahead in the count. Like, it was like maybe like a 2 2 count or yeah, one Yeah, it wasn't like, count. it wasn't intentional. Like, he wasn't, no, not at all. Um, and, but Bryce is getting surgery. Um, not season ending, but like it's not even set up yet. They expect him to be back, but don't know if it's going to matter by the time he gets back. That's tough, dude. That's like worst case scenario. Yeah. yeah, he's had a tough year, dude, between like his health and like delays and like getting back to throwing and being able to play right field and like the Phil's lack of success. Yeah. Frustrating year for Bryce Harper. Other than that, though, you're still but only two whatever. and a half games out of a fucking wild card spot. So anything, it's not even halfway through the season yet, yet, dude. Like, there's so much ball to be played still. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Yankees, though, you guys lost what two in a row. Yeah, we shaking walked, in your dude, boots. We didn't lead a single time the entire series, and we split with the Astros. Isn't that crazy? We never had a lead that entire series. The only times we won were straight up off a walk off. We weren't Damn. like tied. We, um, we you guys didn't split two games to two. Yeah, we took the first and the last, and they beat us in the two middle games. 
one of those games was a no hitter, but that, who cares? Then we just we just swept the athletics. Yeah, it doesn't today. Really matter. Um, I think right now we're like fifty five and twenty or fifty six and twenty. We're eight games ahead of the second best team in baseball. It's uh not much to really complain about over here, dude. The only thing I will say is I think the Yankees are gonna be pretty active at the trade deadline, and I think Isaiah Kiner Falefa will not be our shortstop by the end of the year. Those are the only two things. Interesting. What what do you want to go after at the trade deadline? Um, I think we need another outfield arm, whether that be like a I don't know who's that cat Brian Reynolds from the Pirates. Like that would be cool. Um, it's going to be a big. It's going to have to be like a big trade though. And we've fleeced the Pirates a few times now. Jamison Tyone and Clay Holmes. Um, so I don't know if they'd want to trade to us, but and McCutcheon, but it wasn't like we didn't trade for him. We just signed him. Yeah. Um, but other than that, dude, maybe another like starting pitcher, Luis Castillo, said to be rumored to be on the move. Like. By the end of the trade deadline, it just all depends on where. Like, we're not close enough to the deadline to where certain teams are going to want to be buyers or sellers. Yeah. So nobody really knows yet. When is the deadline? Um, I think it's like end of July sometime. I think we're like three weeks out. All right, all right. So we're getting there, though. Yeah, it might be longer than that. Honestly, it might be like early August, but I know it's like you know. It's starting to heat up a little bit. Trade talks are starting to heat up. Yeah. Someone was just traded the other day. I forget who, but it was like the first trade since like the beginning of baseball, pretty much. Um, you know who's fucking nice is that cat O'Neill Cruz on the Pirates. You said yeah. you said the Pirates thing of him. Yeah, he Bro, is nice. Did you dude. see the did you see what I sent to you and Lex? On what? Twitter? It was like this thing about him. I think it was on Twitter, yeah. Oh, it was about him, and it was like, dude, he's as tall as fucking Judge. He's the tallest shortstop ever. He fucking throws harder than ever. He had the hardest infield throw in the season, like in his first yeah, game. Yeah, I saw that. Um, his um first or he hit a double. His exit velocity was one hundred twelve point nine miles an hour. Um, and his speed on the bases, he was clocked at like thirty five point four feet per second. That's a lot. Holy um, shit. And that's faster than Tyreek Hill at any point during the NFL season last year. That's insane, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, he was like, Tyreek was like 35.1. I think he was 35.4 feet per second or something like that. Wow. That was like, obviously, probably him like rounding second or something like that. Like, it's not like out of the batter's box. That's how fast he's moving. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) He's just beating everything out. Like, he never gets out unless it's a fly ball. He's he's (laughs) down the line in less than three seconds. (laughs) Oh, dude, just bunt every time. You're going to have a thousand batting average. Yeah. They were saying he's like such a unicorn. That's wild. He's gonna it's look fucking ridiculous, sweet. dude. He's, He's gonna star. look fucking awesome in pinstripes, dude. That's exciting for me. <laughs> yeah, the red and white Jones. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, no, we have our one of our uh, prospects right now. His name's Jason Dominguez. He's I think he's still in single A, but um. He was like 19 years old, getting like Mickey Mantle comparisons and stuff, and I think he's like a top seven or eight prospect in baseball. Right now, but he's not too shabby. A great year, dude. I'm excited for him to come up and, dude. If we can lock up Judge, he comes up and he's a stud, and then we have like a Giancarlo, someone else, kind of like levels out where he can DH every other game because Giancarlo in right field is nasty, dude. Fucking Joey Gallo is an absolute black hole. He has been for a year. I'm over Joey Gallo. We 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 lost that trade. Whatever. I'm willing to admit that. Get him off the fucking team and then just kind of get like a Brian Reynolds and John Carlo. You know, Brian Reynolds will probably play 75% of games, but that would be sweet. What about Mike Trout? I feel so bad for him, dude. I feel so bad for Mike Trout. But also I don't because he makes $500 million. Yeah, I saw that. There's just like all of his highlights for like last the past year have been like him being like – did you see that one video where they walked – the Joe Madden decided to walk somebody with bases loaded. Yeah. And fucking Trout was just yeah. like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I feel so bad for him. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I f- 
He's, they gotta get the fuck out of LA, dude. That franchise is fucked. That franchise is fucked. They need to sell the team, get out of LA. Dude, bring a team to South Carolina or like one of the Carolinas. Baseball's like big down here, I would say. Yeah. Like college baseball is big. Imagine if they had an MLB team. Like the markets Charlotte is like a popping city right now. Let's get a Charlotte baseball team. Charlotte would be a good place for a baseball team. Yeah. I mean, they have the minor league team, the I think it's the White Sox affiliate that's like in the city, but Dude, an MLB team coming to Charlotte would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That would be dope. I don't the only thing is, we'd have to have like two expansion teams because there's only 30 teams in the MLB right now. So put one in New Orleans. Yeah. Well, unless you move the Angels from oh, that's Los true. Angeles yeah. to Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Like, MJ, buy the Angels, move them to Charlotte. Like, dude, the, the Angels are, have no market in L.A. Like, when you think of L.A. baseball, everyone thinks Dodgers. It's just the Dodgers market. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just Not like the, the Angels fucking, of Anaheim. I mean, I guess you could say the same about the Mets, but, like, New York's just like, I don't know. Like, the Mets aren't, like, in trouble business-wise, or, you know, the Mets are good right now. I mean, they've been shitty for a yeah. long time, but... They, yeah, but, like, it's different because... The Mets are like still a big team, like one of the bigger teams in the in the league. Like yeah, as the far Angels as like, are not. I feel like name recognition. They're just not the Yankees. Or like whatever the Yankees are like the most recognizable name sports team name in the fucking world outside of Barcelona Real Madrid. Yeah. Like, but I mean, That's it's true. not like the Mets are like nobody. It's not like people don't know the Mets. If you say name all the fucking MLB teams, most people are going to name the Mets. Yeah, most people that wouldn't know that probably aren't going to say Angels. Or athletics. Right. right. Did you see the uh, athletics were offered, like, easier, like, I don't know if it was, like, taxes or just, like, easier, like, restrictions that they would have to pay to move? Like, they're like, yo, if you guys move to Vegas, we won't, like, make you pay all these fees that you normally would have to. Like, I guess that's what the MLB offered to Oakland. Oh, they, oh, the MLB did it. Yeah, the MLB was like, yo, if you guys move to Las Vegas, like, you won't have to pay... Or we'll, we'll like take some of Wait, these some like of your ta- fucking yeah. league fees, right? Interesting. I think they need well, to do I mean, the yeah, same Vegas. to Tampa Bay, dude. Tampa Bay and the Angels—they should move to New Orleans and Charlotte. There you go. Like, there's no market of Major League Baseball in that area of the country, or both those areas. Yeah, like, there really isn't fucking shit in. And New Orleans is Tampa. a big enough city, and so is fucking. Uh, Charlotte. I think Charlotte would be way better than New Orleans, but I think uh, yeah, I do too. But yeah, it would be cool. But a fucking Tampa team Bay in West Virginia. <laughs> I couldn't name you a single city from West Virginia, to be honest. Morgantown. <laughs> Sounds right. I couldn't. I don't know. <laughs> That's where WVU is. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Well, now I think now so. I know. I guess Morgantown. Morgantown. Pro- Probably not going to put a fucking professional baseball team and in Morgantown, a massive college West Virginia. campus. <laughs> uh, but I think somewhere in West Virginia in the mountains would be dope. Nah, you can't make any money out there because nobody's going to travel out there to go watch games. That's true. Put a stadium in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> it's an experience and a game. Yeah. Or like you know, in the that middle of Niagara Falls, cool, dude. Could you imagine if there's just a baseball stadium at some point in the Grand Canyon? That would be pretty sick. Yeah, it'd be terrible for like the environment. Just like the local biodiversity, like it would fuck a lot of things because you'd have to build so much infrastructure around what is now like natural land. Yeah, but when have humans so, ever cared about that shit? To be honest, never. So fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably how they make these, like the higher ups make these decisions, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, but all this, this could happen. Uh, I don't know. But when have we ever cared about that before? And look, we're still alive. Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> or like, imagine uh, a professional team in like Jackson Hole, like in yeah. Wyoming. That would be fucking fire. That would be fire. But you know, it would be more fire than that. Like a minor league team. Because it'd be more local. You have like the community like fired up about like a minor league team. It's probably a dope ass like location for a team. 
Yeah, that's true. Like a major league team wouldn't it wouldn't pull the numbers it needs to or the attendance it needs to just because there's no population compared no, you're to probably like right. big cities. But you're probably right. But minor, but a league, minor team, league team might be money out there. Yeah, dude. I want to go to um, Coors Field. Do they have cool views there? Bro, I mean, I've never, I haven't been inside the stadium, but the location of that stadium is fucking awesome. Like, if they have like an open, like, par- like, a, like a part where there's like no like stadium seating, you like see like out into the mountains, that would be fireflying. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Coors Field, like the whole center field, you can see the mountains over. Let's see, views from inside Coors. Field. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of high up, but. The outside of Coors Field is dope, too. Yeah, dude, I'm not seeing no mountains, but that would be dope. Yeah, I don't think you're high. You're up high enough to see the mountains from, like, inside. But, like, that would be sick if that was your backdrop was fucking mountains. I uh I want to go to a game out there so bad, dude. Like the vibe yeah. of the stadium just looks dope. I want to start visiting like more ballparks. I've only been to Yankee Stadium, and that's what Lex and I were saying. We want to do more like games that aren't at Citizens Bank Park or City, City Field. Field. Um, yeah, but I mean, we'll get we'll get there. We'll do it. We'll do it up. We uh we're actually going to Citizens Bank Park next Wednesday, so I don't know when you're going to get your next podcast, listeners, but. I'm going to be at the ballpark on Wednesday. Nationals? They're going to have free t-shirts. Ooh. I got the first, like, what, 20,000 fans? Only the first 1,000. Really? Yeah, got to get there early. Oh, damn. 7.05 first pitch. I'll be there at 4. Yeah, you got to get a t-shirt. Dude, that's so weird. Like, when we when they do, like, that shit at Yankee Stadium, it's always, like, first 10,000 or first 15,000. It usually is more. This one's done by Temple Lung and Heart something something. Oh. So the t-shirts are, like, I Heart Phillies. Yeah. They're gray with, like, maroon lettering. They're kind of dope. Um, But I think it's because it's, like, Temple Lung and Heart are the ones that are sponsoring it, not the Phillies. Right. Oh, they can't afford 15,000 fucking t-shirts. Yeah. Um. But we got uh, row tickets in row one uh, in right field, forty six dollars after fees. No, 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 forty three. I paid eighty six dollars altogether. Not bad, dude. No. Oh my god, I couldn't fucking dream of getting a like a good seat at Yankee Stadium for that, bro. No, I know. That's wild. I was like, bro, I found these tickets. Steal, give me them. Um, and then I found tickets for we're going to a union game in a couple of weeks. Ooh. Me, Lex, and Dion. 46 bucks a piece. It's like two sections down from midfield or maybe one down from midfield. Row F. So whatever. A, B, C, D, E, F. Six. Six 46 bucks up. each after fees. Oh, that's And like everything sweet. else was like... Everything else that was like closer... Uh, DC United. Are they everything good else, now? Yeah, they're good. I think. Um, we can honestly just roll right into them. Let me see uh, MLS standings. Union got a big win this week, dude. We played NYCFC at home. We beat them away earlier in the season and then just beat them 2-1. I watched like the 75th minute on. Um, and we were up one nothing. We scored early. Ref reviews a slide in the box to block a cross that he ended up calling a handball after reviewing it and then gave him a PK to NYCFC. They scored 1-1 and then uh, Union ended up scoring off a deflection that goes to review because it was called offsides by the sideline ref, but it wasn't wasn't offsides. It wasn't even close. Um, The guy that deflected off of was like two yards on sides. Um, and once they went to VAR, they like obviously saw that two one, and the fucking game ended two one. It was over. It, like went past like the hundredth minute. There's like Damn. more than ten minutes of stoppage, just because like dude, they kept stopping to look at shit and all this. Dude, it took so long to finish, but got a two one dub against NYCFC, who's like right. So right now they that's are, the team they're chasing, right? Well, they were. 
The Union are up 30 points to 28 points, but they've played one more. Mm. Um, they're both playing right now. I think NYCFC is at 3-3 or 3-2. NYCFC is tied 3-3 at the half with Cincinnati FC. That sounds like a good game, honestly. Yeah. And the Union are tied 0-0 right now with Chicago in the 36th. 0-0? Yeah. There's still a lot of time left in that game. Facts. Um, But yeah, dude, that that was a big win. I put money on a Union draw tonight. It's looking like it's in your favor so far. Yeah, they've been getting a lot of draws. What were the odds on that? Plus 230 when I took it. I took it like two days ago. That's not bad. I was like, oh, they got a win. Probably won't get two in a row, so take big the draw. Big win after a big win. We'll just take the draw and keep moving. Yeah. And then if NYCFC win, we'll be tied both with 31 points. It's coming down. There's still a lot of season left, right? This MLS doesn't wrap up till like October. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's go here. There are two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen games left after tonight. Oh yeah, we got a lot of ball. A lot of ball, man. Lots of balls yeah. being played. Uh. Oh no! Wait. One of these is I don't think is. An MLS game. Is it? Who the fuck is this? Pachuca? It's a Pachuco game? Uh, yeah, they're <laughs> in Liga MX. That's not MLS. No. That might be like some kind of Champions League match, though. Or like an all-star friendly or something? Yeah, maybe. So yeah, 17 games left after tonight or something like that. Hopefully it's a, like a fun, tight race the whole rest of the season. Or we, we keep just blow back everybody on out of the water. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Yeah. As long as we don't fucking choke it in the playoffs like we do every year, bro. The Union are just bad in the playoffs. Like Won, this, won the uh, Supporter Shield a couple years ago, which is like the most regular season points. We were the one seed in the East last year, but didn't win the Supporter Shield. Like That's like the one thing that makes me nervous about the Yankee season, dude, is like – if we win like 120 games and then lose in like the ALCS and don't even get to the World Series, I'm going to be fucking crushed, dude. Like the amount of time I just invested to this team and like I'm always invested in Yankees teams every year, but this year has been like super special so far. And if we just like get to the ALCS, go game seven and lose on some bullshit, I'm going to be, dude, I don't even want to think about it. That's going to be soul crushing. Yeah, but I mean... At least, like, when you look back at the season, you can have overall good feelings about the season. It's better than fucking investing all that time throughout. Because you're going to invest the time anyway. Nah, like you nah, watch every nah. game. It wouldn't it's be like that at all. In, it's better than having invested all the time and it was stressful. And it was like, we we weren't great. At nah. least now, you know, you can invest the time and enjoy it. If we're not great, then I don't expect, like... I mean, I always expect to win the World Series. That's just a fucking being a Yankees, dumbass whole Yankees fan. But, like... If there's, like, last year, I knew we weren't... Like, if we were to win the World Series, it would have to be, like, a miraculous, like, underdog mentality. You know what I mean? This year, it's like, bro, like, I'm going to be upset if we don't win the World Series just because yeah, of, like, how good true. we've been. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I can, yeah, I can yeah. prepare myself if we're, like, kind of shitty, but I'm so up high up on the clouds right now that if we, like, don't even make the World Series because we choke in the playoffs somehow, I'm just going to be so just, like, crushed, dude. That's fair. Well, I hope for your sake that they fucking don't win the World Series. Go Phils. <laughs> Could you imagine if it comes down to the Yanks and the Phils in the World Series and you guys beat us in like seven games? Yeah, I'm going to be playing on your downfall. We, we end with like 124 wins in the regular season and the fucking Phillies beat us in the World Series. Yeah, we'll finish the regular season with 85. <laughs> we'll sneak in as a wild card. Yeah, just rip through everybody and take down the fucking Titans. Easy money. Bryce Harper's coming back. <laughs> Bryce Harper comes back right before the playoffs and just hits like 15 home runs in like nine games. Been holding that in for a while. Don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> oh, man.
Um, in random NBA news, Kyrie Irving I being think, an like, asshole. <laughs> yeah, he is being an asshole. But I think he's gonna um like re-sign his player o- or sign into his player option and probably stay in Brooklyn after all these fucking rumors of him getting traded and the Nets don't want him and shit like that. Dude, I love Kyrie so much as a player. Like I love watching him play. But like is it like do you think it's like him the he to me like every team he goes to, like even when he went to the Celtics, I was just like I don't know. I just feel like they're not going to meld or they're not like he had problems with LeBron. He has problems with, I feel like everybody yeah. he plays with dude everywhere. He goes it's just it's like, an issue. and like, I want Kyrie to like, I like if he came to the Knicks, I guess I would be excited, but also I would have that in my back in the back of my head where I'm like, bro, this like might not be good enough for the locker room or something. Like something might go down if things don't fall his way, like every time or some shit. Yep. It's just like, Sometimes as a team player on a, in a team sport, you have to make sacrifices, and Kyrie like doesn't seem to be willing to do that for like anything. No, he isn't willing to do that. But, but I mean, he's got the talent, so the players are going or teams are going to continue to like trade for him. Yeah, it's just like a AB situation. I feel like. Yeah, kind of. Like if you take him, like you kind of have to know what you're taking on. Right. Um, but in our NHL news, Colorado Avalanche win the Stanley Cup. Congrats to those knuckleheads. I, they were the better team the whole time. Like, it went six games, and, like, Tampa Bay grinded out two wins. But, like, the entire series, I feel like Colorado was on the forefront. They were, like, creating better chances, um, more opportunities, just, like, spent more time on offense. And when Tampa Bay was, was on offense, like, it felt like they were still scrambling, like trying to like yeah catch up to the puck. You could tell like they were playing like behind like a lot. Not yeah. even if the score was tied or anything. Like they were just kind of like playing as like the scrambling kind of any chance we get type type scrappy, of hockey. just like real scrappy hockey. Yeah, and Colorado yeah. was just like, all right, we're just gonna fucking we're gonna, skate we're gonna circles pass around you and, and skate, and we're yeah. going nice. Yep. I'm happy. Um, I, I didn't want the fucking Lightning to win again, dude. Like nobody. It's like you get to a point where you're like, all right. Sick of yeah, seeing the no, Tampa Bay same. Lightning winning every year. Let's have someone new win. Yeah, good for Colorado, dude. Good for Nathan McKinnon. Like they got some good good kids on that squad. Yeah. Um, and they traded a bunch of pieces during the season to like bring in some of like their key players that they kind of helped them on this stretch too. It's a so successful good buy. Good looks to the GM and the coaches. He's dope too, bro. The coach is the first coach ever, John Bednar or Bednard. John, I think it's Bedner or something. Like that. I don't know. John B. Johnny B. John B. Um, he uh, is the only coach to have won a title in like all three NHL leagues, like affiliate leagues, like the NHL, the AHL, and the which, whichever one's below that. He's won yeah. all of them, and he's like worked his way up through the ranks. Have has won at every level. Um, That's insane, dude. Now he's winning a fucking NHL championship. That's like the epitome of a perfect career, like as a coach, like from yeah. start to finish, too. Yeah. Like you've done it all. You've been the best at every level you fucking coached at. Yep. Legend. That's sick. Absolutely. Is he is he finna catch a bag or what? He probably already well, yeah, I'm sure whenever his contract expires, he'll catch a bag. Good for him. I hope he does. Yeah, dude. Um, that's really all we got though. In the NFL, Deshaun Watson, his uh trial with the NFL has started. 20 out of his 24 defendants have settled um, their civil suits. The NFL wants an indefinite suspension of at least a year. And Deshaun Watson's camp obviously says that they're he, innocent, no wrongdoing. They should get no suspension. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Scary it's... Terry. Oh, he got paid. You know, yes, he did. Three-year, $78 million extension. With a twenty-eight million dollars signing bonus, which is the most for a wide receiver of all time, I think so. Wow, Tyreek's number two with twenty-seven and a half. Do you think the uh, pressure's on Carson Wentz a little bit more now? They're like, "All right, fucking, we got you, receiver. We, we locked him up." Or do you think he's kind of just like a plug-and-play guy until they draft somebody? Probably just a plug-and-play guy. Don't tell Carson Wentz there's pressure, dude. Oh yeah, he's gonna get mad at you and cry. He he can come fold. <laughs> One thing about Carson Wentz, he's gonna fold when the pressure hits. 
Couldn't be our, uh, couldn't be Jalen Hurts. Well, it could be. Well, sometimes. Know. Sometimes, he but he doesn't hang things. his head about it. Nah, he doesn't. He's like, whatever, we're going to get him. We'll be all right. Yeah. I'm excited for Jalen this year. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited for, one, the Eagles. Two, just football in general. Yeah, facts. I've been, um, like, slowly getting deeper and deeper into fantasy football, like, by the day, dude, like, with this draft. I know. I can't and... wait for this best ball draft to be over. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gronk retires again. The Bucks receiving core is really interesting because Chris Godwin coming off an ACL, like, he might not be ready for a little bit. He might be ready to start the season. He might not be ready, like, a little ways into the season. So it's like Mike Evans. You think Mike Evans Gage. just eats? Maybe, but he's already got stupid volume. Like, that's how he does it. You know what I mean? So, like, how yeah. much higher? How many more targets can he get? There's no Chris Godwin or Gronk, so there's going to be some. But Russell Gage is there. And Russell Gage no is AB. either going to fucking pop off and, like, become a guy or Mike Evans is just going to carry that offense, that passing offense for, yeah. like, a few weeks. Yeah. And they have Cameron Bray as their tight end one, who's not great in, like, the, you know, the passing game. And they have another tight end, Kate Otten, or Kate, Kate, I don't know, Otten, dude, C. Otten, Mr. Cotton. Mr. Cotton. Um, but, like, you know, he's got, a, like, a role to grow into and a ways to go. And they yeah. have, like, you know, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, a couple other dudes, but, like, outside of Mike Evans and a little bit of Russell Cage, it's really looking rough. Yeah, Brady was, like, it's kind of funny that Gronk was, like, oh, Brady's back, all right, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, dead ass. Well, even Gronk's agent was like, well, I wouldn't rule out, like, Gronk coming back if Brady called him and asked him to come back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He just wants him to get paid so he can get paid. You know? Could you like, imagine Gronk comes back just for the Super Bowl and catches, like, three touchdowns and retires? Would you be surprised? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. That's the best part. That might not be legal. No. Didn't the Rams just do that with Bobby Wagner, though, and sign him right before the playoffs and he came back and won a ring? Um, no, they traded for him mid-season. Oh, they did? Yeah. Or maybe before the season. I thought they, like, signed somebody, like, right before the playoffs started. And he came back and... I don't know. Just, like, balled out. Nah, I don't I think know. It was, I think it was a linebacker. I'm not sure. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I'm Shaggy. Um. All right, you want to uh, do a mock? Yeah, I'm down to do a mock. I'm always right, down well, to do a mock. Here. Am I down to so do a mock? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. All right, we'll do we'll do twelve rounds. I don't know why it brings me to an outside link every time I click on your shit. That's in sleeper already. I don't know either, G. All right, I'm in this motherfucker. All right, let's see. Let's see what series got for us. You're first. Give me a random number between 1 and 12. 6. You're picking out of the 6. All right. I don't mind that. Give me a random number between 1 and 12. 5. Why does it always do that for us? Oh, man. All right, so this is going to be a little interesting because you don't want to give me too much insight before your pick. Yeah, I'm actually not going to go from the 5. Okay. I I feel like I've been around here all the mocks that we've done. Yeah, that's true. 5 through 7. I'm going to go from the 10. All right. I haven't really been back there for, like, any of these. Um all right, let's get it started. Let's get it. We go JT, Dalvin Cook, CMC, Derek Henry, Derek Henry, and then Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Now we got Johnny Son on the clock. Where are you going? Oh man, I've I've built a lot of my teams out going running back first, so I think I'm like try a draft out of the six with wide receiver, and I think I'm going to take Cooper Cup. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and then Austin Eckler run. That's who I would have wanted. Najee Harris, Jamar Chase. Um, puts me in a little bit of a tough spot here. Um, 
Devontae obviously is really interesting. Joe Mixon's here. I really like DeAndre Swift. Um, I'm just gonna take Joe Mixon. I'm just gonna do, just. I'm just gonna take take Joe Mixon. He's Joe Mixon is like reliable. He's like reliably good. I feel like yeah, especially with that offense, the passing offense opening up so much with the Jamar Chase resurgence and Higgins and Boyd. So this goes, oh, dude, break my heart. I go Joe Mixon, and then it's Nick Chubb, Stephon Diggs. I'm like, okay, that's not too bad. And then DeAndre Swift and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Like, really <laughs> was hoping one of those two were going to come two. back to yeah. Um, Travis Kelsey's here, and that's, like, really interesting me to me, too. Uh, Like, at this spot. That's, it's like, if I look at the running backs, if I want to go running back, running back, I like Saquon. I like Aaron Jones, but I feel like I like I have Joe Mixon. I feel like I can kind of wait on an RB two, get an yeah. RB two at the back end of round three. So Snag a nice receiver here. I could like Tyreek. I'm not really super sold on. Ceedee Lamb is a little bit interesting. Debo, Mike Evans. Now nah, I'm gonna take Travis Kelsey. Okay. Um, I think that's it, about dude, where just, he goes. Yeah. I just get a fucking stud tight end. Like I, I think that it's not like a big teardrop from who I could get at either running back or wide receiver when they come back around. Right. So I'll take Kelsey here and just kind of lock in my tight end position. Not really have to think about that for the rest of the draft. So then CD Tyreek and Josh Allen all go off the board before we're back Ooh, to Johnny. Okay. Do I want a double stack receiver here and just go super run heavy, but or pass heavy? There's still some good running backs. I like Saquon. You said Kamara is going to get suspended. Apparently, mm, kind of want to stay away from Aaron Jones. It's like my RB one if I can. I like Lenny. I do like Lenny. He may fall back to me though. Um, he could. I'm going to go back to wide receiver, dude, and I'm just going to go wide receiver heavier, wide receiver heavy. But I'm going to take Debo because he kind of gives me a little bit of that rushing ability too. Yeah, Debo's a stud. Um, I like that pick a lot. I think. I don't think he can have as good of a year as he did last year with Trey Lance coming in, but I do I do like what he's got going on. Um, after Debo goes Mark Andrews, Kamara, Barkley, Aaron Jones, Mike Evans, and then Javonta Williams to start the third round. Leonard Fournette did not make it back because fucking Team 2 went three running backs. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, A.J. Brown, and then Keenan Allen. Now we're back to Johnny with Cooper Cup and Debo on his squad. Honestly, though, dude, if two, three, and four didn't, if two didn't draft Lenny, two, three, and four probably wouldn't have either, and he probably would have gotten sniped right, like right before me, because Team Five doesn't team have a five. running back. Um, yeah, possibly. You know what, dude? I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna take the first guy on the running back list, and I'm gonna go Zeke because I think Zeke's gonna come back to kind of be his normal self this year. I think he's I gonna think come so back too. healthier. And like, just like such a good offense. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be the RB1 on a good offense, like, right. you know, anything can happen there. After Zeke, it's Antonio Gibson and then Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert. So that's nice to see two quarterbacks because there's no way I was going to take one of them. Um, So now I'm sitting here at the back of the fucking third and I still see James Conner on the board and I can take him as my RB1. So I'm going to do that. Fucking at the 310. Thank you much. David Montgomery, T. Higgins, Cam Akers, and then George Kittle. So George that's Kittle, as well. second tight end. Now I can go get myself a wide receiver. And this is a little bit tough, right? Um, I like Deontay, obviously, especially like we're doing PPR right here. Yeah. Terry McLaurin just fucking signed his deal. DK Metcalf, I have some questions about with fucking Drew Locke at the helm. Jalen Waddle is interesting, like really interesting because of Tyree coming there. DJ Moore, I don't really love. Michael Pittman, I, I'm not huge on. Amari Cooper, like what if Deshaun Watson suspended for a year? Right. Like, I don't really like really anybody down here. So I think Terry McLaurin's like really, really like boom bust, right? Like he'll disappear for a game at a time. Deontay Johnson is a little more steady Eddie. He doesn't more have consistent. this crazy ceiling. Yeah. But as a wide receiver one, I think I want that fucking steady. Like you're going to get me – good points every week. Um, there's rumors that Kenny Pickett's working out with the, th- or I guess it's not rumors. It's like reports, but the Kenny Pickett's working out with the third string team. And it's look like Mitch Trubisky. So maybe it's like, I don't know, maybe a little more conducive to Deontay's play style. Um, 
So we'll see. I'm going to go with Deontay Johnson here as my RB1 at the start of the fourth round. It's not a bad pick. I think he's kind of solidified as, like, you know, their guy, no matter, like, who's at the helm. Yeah. Um, Not a sexy pick. I just got sniped. I wanted JK as my RB2. I think that would have been a nice little Zeke and JK Dobbins stack with Debo and Cooper Cup. Dude, that's a great start to your team. That is um, a great start to your there's team. Still, there's still some good picks left, though, at the running back position. I think Brees Hall, just the volume that he's going to get, is probably the best pick. Um, Josh Jacobs has some health concerns. Haven't seen anything from Etienne yet. Elijah Mitchell, kind of the same. Like He's in that San Francisco uh offense where it's pretty run heavy already with Debo and um, Trey Lance at quarterback. So I think I'm going to take Brees Hall just based off of like the volume that he supposedly should be getting on that Jets offense. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, you have like the whole rookie thing where I think he'll be fine there. After Brees Hall, you go DJ Moore, Jalen Waddle, Scary Terry, Lamar. Josh Jacobs, and then to start the fifth, Jerry Judy, Amari Cooper, Travis Etienne, Elijah Mitchell, and then Michael Pittman. We're back to Mr. Sign. I'm going to go back over to the wide receiver tab. Ooh, Cortland Sutton is still there. I like him. Yeah. I like him, and I like Mike Williams. Um, Cortland Sutton with Russ and Jerry Judy. I think he's going to be, you know, maybe a top 10, top 15 wide receiver this year, or he has the potential to be. Um Mike Williams has Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen, like kind of digging into his overall like targets slash like yeah. game plan. So I think I'm going to take Sutton. I don't mind that pick. No, that's great. I love Sutton. He's going to be stud. Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, Amon Ross, St. Brown, all go off the board after that. Um, and there's two names here that I like. I'm kind of hoping they're both going to come back to me, or one of them's going to come back to me at least. Um, I'm going to take Hollywood here, right? No D hop to start the season. Yeah. Um, Kyler Murray's like the most accurate downfield passer last year. Um, you know, so I think Hollywood really like stands to take a lot. Like his, his targets won't go up. Like he had a lot of targets with Lamar, but the quality of targets is going to go up and the deep ball accuracy is going to be like much better from Kyler than Lamar. So I think he has like a lot to gain. Back to a more high-flying offense that fits Hollywood style. Back with his college QB. Um, I like it. And, you know, maybe there is a little more inconsistency with him, but that's fine because I have Deontay, right? So it's like I have right. my Deontay Johnson getting me steady points every week. Hollywood a little more boom-bust. But I think especially through the first six weeks with no D-hop, he's going to be Hollywood's running. fast, like a fast little fucker too, dude. So he has that potential to crack out like a 70-yard reception pretty much at any time. And take it to the house. So after Hollywood goes Damian Harris, Chris Godwin, TJ Hawkinson, and then Kyler Murray. Were so you going to go quarterback if Kyler didn't go? The Kyler and Hollywood Brown stack? No, I, I wasn't going to do that. It's too no. early for all that. Um, I'm going to go back to wide receiver. Right? So I got Joe Mixon, James Conner, Travis Kelsey, Deontay Johnson, and Hollywood. I'm going Back to wide receiver and back to consistent fucking steady as she goes all day as my fucking first flex. Give me Brandon Cooks. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good pick. After Brandon Cooks, it's Mike Williams, Miles Sanders, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Back to skirt bag with fucking Cooper Cup, Debo, and Cortland Sutton, and then Zeke and Brees Hall. Um, I'm going to go over. I already know who I'm picking, and you already know who I'm picking. It's my guy. It's a very solid flex play almost every year if he stays healthy. Gets a pretty steady workload in that Cleveland offense. I'm going to go Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, he's that's always a great pick. Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts. I'm surprised he went in the six. Oh, God. Kenneth Walker, Dallas Goddard, Dalton Schultz, and then Drake London to start the seventh. D-Hop, Adam Thielen, Cordero, and A.J. Dillon. That was Team Fire's first running back. You know what? I think... We're seven rounds in in this 12-round draft. I'm going to go quarterback, and I'm going to get the stack with my wide receiver, too, and Cortland Sutton and Russ, who has that ground ability. Do it up, do it up. After Russ, we go Juju, Darnell Mooney, and Traylon Burks. So, I don't love the running backs that I really have that are left here. 
Um, I don't really love any of the wideouts either. It's not great. Um, but I want to take one of those positions. I don't want to take a quarterback right now, especially when you consider like, you know, only one quarterback's going to go before I go again. Right. Um, so I'll kind of stay right here. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Rashad Bateman, right? There's okay. a chance he blows the fuck up, right? Like it could be him and Mark Andrews. He could take all fucking Hollywood targets from last year, and he's the fucking man, right? And he's also my wide receiver four or my second flex. So like I'm fine with that. Yeah. So I take Rashad it's... Bateman, and then Devin Singletary goes, and then Brady, who I really thought would you know, last longer than seven rounds, honestly. Tony Pollard and then Elijah Moore and your boys back on the clock. Um, like looking down here, like team one and team three are the only ones without quarterbacks, right? Yeah. So there's a couple names on here that I still like. Looking at running backs, dude, I don't really like any of them. But I'm going to need one. That's the thing. Going to need another one. Um, yeah, you only got two right now. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. I'm going to take Chase Edmonds here. Just because I thought about taking him in best ball. I didn't. I took Rashad Penny instead. So I'm going to take Chase Edmonds like. There's some competition in that Miami backfield, though. That's what worries me, but he's still a stud. Yeah, he still has the ability. Um, After Edmonds goes Dawson Knox, Hunter Renfro, then Devonta Smith. Damn, dude, I'm getting sniped. I was going to take Renfro. Um, I still don't have a tight end, though, so I'm going to go over there. Um, Zach Ertz is the best option, apparently, right now, which, you know, I mean, he's, what, 32? That offense already has some weapons. Like, how many? How is he going to be like played into the game plan like that much? You know what I mean? As my tight end, they just one. gave him a three year extension, and he was involved last year. And in games where D Hop missed, he was getting like nine targets a game. So with no D Hop, he might start off stupid hot. That's true. But D Hop comes back, then I'm kind of fucked. Um, I think he'll still be like the like the tight end position doesn't go away. I think that'll eat into Hollywood a lot more than it will Ertz. That's true. That's true, too. I think the only thing I'm going to take over uh, Ertz right now, I'm going to go Fryermuth just because, you know, he showed flashes last year of him being good. Yeah. That offense is just open to a lot of possibilities. Like, it's not solidified that they're going to have it, like, going through the fucking receivers or through the ground with Najee. Like, there's going to be any offense in the tight end position he's going to take. Yeah. It. So I'm going to go him. Then it comes back to me. Um, and fucking Dak and Aaron Rodgers went off the board. Yeah. Obviously, those are the top two quarterbacks them. left for me. Um, Really, none of the guys that went were any of them that I was looking at. Right now, I'm looking at Christian Kirk. I like him. I like Gallup. Um, Melvin Gordon is, like, not a bad choice to have as your fourth running back. You know what? I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go Melvin. That's a good pick. I probably would have taken him if you didn't. And yeah. Complete transparency here. Then it goes Ertz, Derek Carr, and Michael Carter. And we're back to Bank. Um, all right. I'm just going to get my quarterback here. And I usually don't do this. I'm not very high on this person. But I'm going to take Trey Lance here in the ninth. Um, I'm, kind of, I'm between him and Matt Stafford. And I just think like with that baseline of running that Trey Lance is going to have, if he can start to connect on some of his passing, like, he has the potential to be like a game breaker type of season. Like a solid fantasy quarterback, yeah. Um, then it goes Gasicki, Robert Woods, Matt Stafford, Ramondre Stevenson. We're here in the tenth. I don't think this person's gonna come back to me, but it's somebody that we talked about earlier that I'm really stoked about. So I'm gonna take him in the tenth. Uh just because I want him on my fucking team and this is a mock draft. So I'm taking Russell Gage. Okay. Way ahead of ADP, but whatever. Whatever. Then it goes James Robinson, Christian Kirk, Isaiah Spiller. It's back to me. Um, this is also a guy that I like, but I haven't taken a lot of mock drafts, so I think I'm going to take him just because. Um, I'm going to take Kadarius Tony. Okay. 
I think he could be decent for the Giants. Like he's really like their biggest threat in the air right now. Yeah, yeah, he's their best wide receiver, I think. Um, then it goes Sky Moore, Alan Lazard, Chase Claypool, Jamison Williams, Cole Komet, Alexander Madison, Deshaun Watson, Michael Gallup, Ronald Jones, and Tyler Boyd. And it's back um, to me. I'm I can't believe Chase Claypool's going in the tenth round, dude. If I didn't have Deontay Johnson, I would have taken him over Russell Gage. Yeah. And that was what, two rounds ago? That was, Almost. That was yeah, last round. Well, your round last round. pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild because he kind of like when he came onto the scene, dude. Like he was putting up some solid numbers. Yeah, but he's like, so he inconsistent. Good. He gets really yeah. hot for like three or four weeks, and then he disappears for six. Yeah, yeah, facts. And or he'll have like two catches for like ninety-eight yards and just have like a eh, game. Yeah. Um. Back to me. I'm going to go back to wide receiver. I like Valdez Scantling. That's like interesting to me and see him in that Chiefs offense with Mahomes. Um, but I think I'm going to roll the dice here and take Jarvis Landry, dude, in a new offense in okay. New Orleans. Like they don't really have, you know, he's not going to be a guy that I start willingly, but if somebody goes down, like I feel safe playing Jarvis, like if I need like 10 points, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now it's back to me, and I really should get a running back. I'm going to try to take Kenneth Gainwell in the next round because um, he's still kind of far down there on the list. So I'm going to look over at this fucking – whatchamacallit here? Oh, I see who I want. Uh, Mr. Timmy Patrick, step right up. Now you have fucking Russell Wilson distributing the ball in Denver. Like You were solid last year in flashes. Jerry Judy's got a little groin going on. I'll take Timmy P in the 11th. All right. Tim Patrick's your guy. Yeah, he is. I like him a lot. I had him in a bunch of leagues last year. And not to my surprise, Kenneth Gainwell did not go off the board. It was Damian Pierce, uh, Valdez Scantling, Gronk, free agent Gronk, Kenny Galladay. And, uh, yeah, I'll take Kenny G to round out my running back core. All right. Well, since this is the last round, I'm going to take this guy just because, ah, you know what? No, I was going to take Njoku, but now that Deshaun Watson's probably not playing. Um, I'm going to go back to wide receiver. And, hmm. There's something. There's really nothing left. I mean, we are 10 rounds deep or 12 rounds deep. But uh, I'm going to take J.D. McKissick, dude. Yeah, a little dart throw. If Gibson goes down, you know, why not? Yeah. You never know what it'll turn into. Um, so we finish up here out of the five spot or the six spot. Johnny's got Cooper cup, Debo Samuel, Cortland Sutton, Kadarius, Tony, and Jarvis Landry as his wideouts. Zeke, Brees Hall, Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, and JD McKissick, uh, at the running back position. He's got Russ quarterback and Mr. Fryer Muth as his tight end. Me coming out of the 10 spot. I got Joe Mixon, James Connor, Chase Edmonds and Kenneth Gainwell at my running back positions. Deontay Johnson, Hollywood, Brandon Cooks, Rashad Bateman, Russell Gage, and Tim Patrick as my wideouts. Travis Kelsey at the tight end, and Trey Lance as my quarterback. Um, How do you feel? I like this team. I would have liked it a lot more if you didn't take Melvin Gordon. And I took Melvin Gordon instead of Trey Lance. And then even if Trey Lance would have got picked, then Stafford would have fell to me and I would have gotten him in the 10th round. And I still probably could have got Russell Gage in the 11th and Tim Patrick in the 12th, just based on like, I, like I reached for both of those guys because I wanted them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if Melvin Gordon would have fallen to me in the ninth and then I take a quarterback in the 10th, I think I could have got Tim Patrick or Russell Gage and Tim Patrick 11 and 12. Yeah, you did. You did reach on those guys because it was just twelve rounds too. We we're trying to make this yeah. like, you know, nobody cares from twelve to like fifteen or sixteen. No, but um, like honestly, I might, I might do this in real life, right? Like Russell Gage, I think is well, Christian Kirk might have a better season than him, but maybe not. Like Kadarius Tony, maybe Sky Moore. Who the fuck knows? Alan Lazard, maybe Jamison Williams. Doubt it. Yeah, I think out of all the mock drafts we've done so far on this pod, this is my favorite team. I like my yeah, team you a got lot. a solid squad. Um, 
Kadarius Tony like has the potential, and so does Jarvis Landry. But like Cup, Debo, and Cortland Sutton are going to be solid. Zeke's going to be solid. Kareem Hunt's going to be solid. Brees Hall's a little bit of question mark, but like probably going to be solid. And then Russ, Russ should be like a top healthy. six quarterback. Yeah, Friar Muth should be you know a top you know at least a top twelve tight end like you know probably like top seven. Yeah. Melvin Gordon is probably going to be a top twenty four running back as well. Yeah, that's the thing. My so my team last year, dude, I didn't have any depth like on my bench, and that that's what killed me because like you know people go down, you have bye weeks, and you're kind of scrambling to like play somebody that might give you like a solid, like an okay day. Yeah, and so it was Melvin because Gordon I went so in heavy the middle of the ninth for you right here yeah. is fucking beautiful because yeah. he's your fucking he's your running back four. You know he's a reliable piece of fucking Zeke or Brees or Cream Hunt goes down and you're flexing him. You know what I mean? Right. And he's going to give you the production back. Like he's probably going to be splitting carries with Javante again. I, the ADP for Melvin Gordon blows my fucking mind, bro. Yeah, even last year, dude. Like last year, he wasn't really projected to be. And even he had more of like an involvement in the offense. Like he was like their running back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Javante came in and kind of took like over half his touches, and he still had like Melvin Gordon still had a good year. Yeah. Um, and I think like ADP wise, I think Melvin Gordon was still maybe drafted ahead of Javante Williams, but not by much. I think like by the time like August came around, I feel like Melvin Gordon dropped to like the fifth and then Javante in the sixth or something like that, or like fourth and fifth or fourth and sixth. Like it was, it obviously started much more despairingly than that, but like, um, I feel like it kind of closed the gap closed a lot throughout the off season going into the season. Right. But Melvin in the ninth, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a top 24 running back. Like, Last it's year. also hard to tell with those mock drafts too because they don't draft like your actual league would draft. Like I don't Correct. think I don't think Dalvin Cook is going second overall in our draft for Orchids. Nah. And I don't think Justin Jefferson's gonna go before Cooper Cup. No. And I think Cooper Cup probably goes earlier than six. Like he might go he might. four in our Orchids draft. He could. I don't think a lot of our, our boys are like high on McCaffrey either. Like McCaffrey was always usually top three pick. Yeah, it's it's hard, dude. You gotta have some cojones to pick McCaffrey McCaffrey at the last two seasons. Yeah, especially in it's like a top three draft pick, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're giving up a lot there. Yeah. Um JT is my number one. Yep. After that, I don't know, dude. Like I think Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, CMC and Austin Eckler are like all could be like the number two for me. Um, I would probably all, go Eckler. Here's the thing: Eckler's probably they all two. worry me with with injury, except for Eckler. Yeah. Eckler doesn't worry yeah. me as much with injury. But Derrick Henry, I'm like, he got hurt last year, and like he's been putting a fucking lot of carries on those legs. Yeah, dude. and like they've been taking a beating over the past however many years. Right, like yeah. you know, now he's had one injury. Maybe you know his body starts to break down a little bit more. He's getting older. Same with Dalvin Cook. He always has injuries, but he's always when he's on the field, he's putting up stupid numbers. Yeah, it was like Kamara, like before last year too. Yeah, like yeah. he was like a top five running back. Yeah, but I feel like Eckler is solid. Yeah, I think JT like, Eckler and, and maybe Najee are like top three. Really high on Najee, dude. Najee had a great year last year, and he's only going to be better this year with more of like a you know like Big Ben's. Retirement year. Big Ben's I'm not saying it was a Big Ben's dumped but... it off to him a lot. Now, like Mitch That's and true. Kenny Pickett are both more mobile than Big Ben. I'm not saying they're mobile guys, but they're more mobile than him. They can evade maybe one or two defenders instead of just instantly dumping off. So, like in a PPR league, Najee went crazy because he got a lot of dump off. So, I think there's yeah. going to be a little bit of an offense change, and I don't think he's going to be on the field as much. That's he might true. get the same usage. You know what I mean? Like he might have the same number of carries. Right, but I think he's going to be on the field less. Like some of those dump offs, like might not even be there. Yeah, he might not even be played into that script either. Like we don't right. want to just have him getting leveled on these dump offs because our quarterback can't run. Right, and I mean he was great, but you got to try to preserve him. He's like the future of your franchise at this franchise. point. Franchise, yeah, that's true. All right, well, that's enough of you guys listening to us talk. I'm sure you want to get the fuck out of here, and so do we. So, uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Enjoy your 4th of July festivities. Um, and, we need uh, to wait at least eight seconds. 
We need to wait at least eight more seconds. Well, now it's four, three. Okay, but now it's two, five. I mean, one. There we All go. right, we hit the hour mark. We can wrap we it up. The hour mark. <laughs> you guys can get the fuck out of here. We can get the fuck out of here. Have a good weekend. Go make somebody smile and tell a stranger to listen to this podcast. You know the rules. You know the fucking rules. Happy holidays. Smooches.